I believe that the quality of life we live directly reflects the type of relationships that we have with ourselves, others, God, and everything in between. Welcome to my inner and outer world. My name is Tyler Joe Stratton, and I am the host of the Happy Heart Academy podcast, where it is my mission to significantly improve the quality of life you live by teaching you how to live more joyfully from your heart rather than your hurt so that you can begin to experience more joyful and loving relationships with yourself, others, God, and everything in between after a devastating heartbreak. Thank you for joining me today. Now let the podcast begin. Let's get something straight here. Healing your brokenness won't happen if you're not intentional about it, if you're not purposeful about it. If you don't know exactly how to begin to heal your heart, you're going to find it a great, great challenge for you to be able to actually overcome your heartbreak. What is up, my dear friends? My name is Tyler Joe Stratton. I am your heartbreak coach, founder of the Happy Heart Academy, as well as the author of my book, The Big Three, where I teach you how to build joyful and loving relationships with yourself, others, God, and everything in between right after heartbreak. And today we are talking about specifically the 10 steps to move on from a relationship. These 10 steps, ideally, they're not in a specific order, but I believe that they will help to encourage you to know if you're on the right path and to know if you're going to be walking toward happiness in recovery or back toward your hurt and um, feeling ashamed, feeling uh, judged, feeling unable to be able to move on. So if you're going to stick around today, be sure to stick around for all 10 steps because ultimately I do believe each one of these steps will be able to significantly improve the quality of life you live, help you significantly overcome your heartbreak so that you can live more joyfully from your heart rather than your hurt. Like I said, my name is Tyler Joe Stratton. I am your heartbreak coach and let's get right into it. So Today, like I said, we're talking about the 10 steps to move on from a relationship. Now, there's so many different ideas. If you look on, look up online and you look up the idea of like how to let go, how do you move on? It's a plethora of things in which you can begin to do, which is a good thing because there's not a lack of options out there. Um, we, We can begin to move on the moment we decide to move on. Actually, I do believe the first step toward moving on is actually a committed decision. It's a decision that you will make in order to move forward or away from your ex and toward a better direction where you can create some sanity, some peace, some um, joy, some love, some acceptance and acknowledgement. So I think that is truly the first step. But the first big idea is you have to clear your baggage. Okay, this just means that you have to acknowledge, accept and let go of your feelings. Clearing your baggage is dealing with your emotional trauma, your emotional turmoil, the, the thing that you don't want to actually deal with. It's the, it's the time after the heartbreak where you feel at your lowest and you want to ignore these, this, this pain. You want to deny that you guys are broken up. Like you can't even fathom the idea that it's over forever. Like you're like, this is it. It's over forever. I can't, I can't even begin to understand that, which is okay. Denial can help you be able to process and win back your life, but too long of a denial will not be able to help you do that. So what I recommend is begin to clear your baggage. And you can do this by understanding how to go about processing emotion. And more importantly, just hearing your emotion and feeling your emotion. I talk about it all the time at the Happy Heart Academy. In order for you to begin to actually heal your brokenness, you need to feel your brokenness in order to heal your brokenness. Because what is not felt cannot be accepted. And what is not accepted cannot be healed. So we got to work on acceptance. We got to work on 
facilitating a powerful emotional internal system so that we can begin to process our emotions and realize that our emotions are not who we are, but we, we are the experience of the emotions, the awareness behind the emotion, the one that is experiencing the emotion, not the emotion in and of itself. This is a very important part when it comes to healing your heartbreak. And ideally, I think if we took some time to meditate, to sit in silence, to sit in peace, to analyze why this person wasn't any good for us and begin to clear our baggage, we'll begin to actually step more toward our happiness after heartbreak. Number two big idea is recognize that they are not the one for you. You know, this goes to say that the right person will not trigger such fears and doubt in the first place. Like, how long have you been holding on to this person of yours um, and, and feeling like you're never enough? Like, no matter what you do, no matter how much you try, how much you give, how much you try to bend backwards for them, bend over backwards and give them your all, you just still not enough. I remember time and time again when I was going through a heartbreak back in high school, uh, I just felt like no matter what I did, I was never enough. Like, it didn't matter if I bought her flowers, a Build-A-Bear, it didn't matter if I, you know, took her out on a beautiful date, it didn't matter if I, you know, made, you know, came home, made her bed, did all of these fun, nice little gestures, you know, it did it didn't matter what I did. I was just never enough. And when you strive and strive and strive and, and you don't feel like you're ever enough, you your self-esteem, your self-worth begins to dwindle. But hear me out. Just because they left you does not mean you need to leave yourself behind. And when it comes to recognizing that they are not the right one for you, one thing that you can actually begin to do today to help you understand that they're not the right person uh, for you is to put on your your gray goggles. These gray goggles are like the 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 doomsday goggles. This is like seeing the gray sky on a sunny day goggles. These goggles will help you amplify the idea of like the reasons why they weren't good for you. A lot of the times when we're going through a heartbreak, we emphasize all the good things that we got to do together, you know, Christmases, um, family outings, vacations, you know, we, we, all of these things, buying a puppy, all of those things, all the good things, we amplify those good positive thoughts and we just break our own hearts, right? We continue to break our own hearts, but there's plenty of things that you're not bringing up by choosing to think of a, a more positive thought. So I'm asking you to think negative thoughts. Think about why they weren't good for you. How did they mistreat you? How did they make you feel? Did they make you feel good? Like, or was it just good enough for you to stay around? So number three is share your story and your heartbreak with close friends and family. You know, you don't have to go through this tough time alone. And that's part of the Happy Heart Academy. Like, ideally, I created the Happy Heart Academy because I remember when I was going through my first heartbreak, I felt so alone, so lost, so lonely, um, so desperate, so depressed. Um, and I didn't feel like anybody else was going through this difficult, uh, as a difficult time as I was. Like, I remember, like, I didn't think anybody could relate with me. Like, nobody understood. Like, nobody had the same story as I did. So this pain just seemed to be amplified because of the story I was saying to myself, which is that, you know... When I went through a heartbreak, I actually pulled myself back from all the all the relationships that I had in my life. The relationship I had with my parents pulled away from them. The relationship I had with myself pulled away from that. My friends pulled away from them, pulled away from the relationship I had once with God. And I just literally destroyed all relationships after that one relationship ended. I couldn't trust anybody, talk to anybody, to tell it, like, because nobody would understand. And this kind of... St- 
kept me stuck in my heartbreak. It kept me stuck and it didn't help me be able to move on or, or create happiness after my heartbreak. And it actually caused me to suffer a lot more. So what I'm asking you to do is to share your story, share your pain, share your depression, share your thoughts, share your feelings with somebody else or come to the Happy Heart Academy community. The community is the free side of the academy um, and it's where you can begin to share your story and get perspective from other people. It's kind of like a Facebook group, but it's not Facebook. Why did I not make it on Facebook? Because Facebook, social media, and there's a lot of negativity on social media. This is a controlled environment. This environment is specifically helping you be able to heal your heart's hurt. And you get to spend time with me um, over at the community and just get a lot of good information to help you heal your heart's hurts. So come join the Happy Heart community. And if you feel like you're up to it, definitely jump into the Happy Heart Academy to get weekly live Q&As, trainings, my free book, um, um, the big three, as well as so many beautiful resources to actually help you heal and process your pain and work through the trauma. Number four, four big idea, fourth big idea is to reduce contact with him or her. Okay, go no contact, period. The idea of the no contact rule is the idea to create some type of separation. It's an idea to create some, there needs to be some space created in order for you to actually heal your heart's hurt. For example, if you do not give yourself time and space to heal, you'll only ever stop healing, you'll only ever not allow yourself to actually begin to experience your emotions. And when you don't, like I said, experience your emotions and feel your emotions and and, and write and journal about your emotions and understand what you're feeling and what you're thinking, if you are not aware of these things, because you haven't created the space to be aware of these things, you'll never begin to heal. You'll never begin to process. And all you'll do is actually you'll begin to ignore and move on, press forward. But your moving on does not mean you're healing. Just because you're, you're deciding to move on doesn't mean that you're actually healing because anybody can go from one relationship to the next and still have the same hurt, right? The true healing becomes, and and it comes into your heart when you begin to accept your emotions, identify that you're not your emotion, but the awareness of the emotion, and you have the control to the type of uh, emotion, the meaning you give the emotion that you're experiencing. You see, I'm going to go off topic here a little bit, but ideally understand this and this alone. You have complete control of the meaning you give your emotions that you're experiencing. And you have complete control of the meaning that you give to your heartbreak. Your heartbreak can either empower you or disempower you. The meaning that you give behind this heartbreak is either going to keep you stuck or move you forward. And if you want to move forward, you got to write a better script. You got to write a better story. You got to write a story for yourself that's filled with hope, inspiration, purpose, passion, aliveness, love, joy, and fulfillment. And that's when things begin to change for me. When I realized that I was the cause and the source of my own suffering, that suffering is not a part of life, but pain pain is. Pain is a part of life, but suffering is not. Suffering is a choice. And the suffering that I held on many years after my heartbreak was my choice because I didn't have another sense of awareness. Like I was like, I thought this was it. Like, so ideally where, where I'm trying to get with this is the no contact role is meant for you to create space for yourself so that you can begin to heal your heart's hurt. So instead of continue to poke the bear, so to say, um, you're going to be able to, to feel it in order to heal it. And that is very, very important in this space. Number five is seek closure with him or her. Now, ideally when it comes to this idea of seeking closure, it is important. Absolutely important. You can't really, you can't really move on without it. Okay. But 
Always give yourself closure if they can't give you closure. For example, just if you can't ask them the questions that you need to um, ask them because they're not giving you the time of day to ask them the questions and the answers, if they are giving you the time of day and they're not giving you the the answers that you're looking for, okay, if they're not giving you the, the direct answers or they're giving you um, kind of like one word answers and it's not fulfilling you, let that be your answer. Being like, you know what? I'm sick and tired of feeling sick and tired of playing these games. Like I, I just wanted some closure. I just wanted to like, you know what? The reason why we didn't work out was X, Y, and Z, but you can't even give me that. And that's enough. You know, I get it. I was just, just not meant to be. And I know that's hard to accept, but you, if they can't give you the closure, you can give yourself the closure. You can close the door at any time. You can open the window, close the window. You have complete control when you're sitting in the driver's seat of the car, correct? So ideally, if they are not willing to give you what you want, give yourself the the closure that you need. You have the power to be able to do that. And number, let's see here, number six. Number six is very can be very difficult if you're coming from the wrong mindset, but if you're coming from the right mindset, it's going to be very helpful. Number six is to forgive him or her. Now, ideally, when it comes to forgiveness, forgiveness is a letting go self-care tactic and strategy that you can implement. So if you want to be able to let go of something, you need to first forgive something. And in order for you to forgive something, you need to first forgive yourself. You don't forgive them for them. I know you probably heard this. If you're in the personal development space or if you're in the self-help space or if you're in a, um, you know, growing yourself, you probably heard it time and time again. You do not forgive them for them. You give, you forgive them for you. You forgive yourself. And when you forgive yourself, this will allow you to then be able to forgive other people for the damage that they brought to you. Because what you need to forgive is why have you stayed in this toxic relationship, a relationship that's been broken for the past three years, but you're not willing to let go is because you haven't given yourself enough love. It's because you haven't been giving yourself enough time. It's because you haven't sat down with yourself to get to know yourself enough to diversify your happiness portfolio, which we can talk about another time, but it is found over there at the Happy Heart Academy. But hear me out. When you do not diversify your happiness portfolio and take care of yourself while you're in a relationship and you make your everything about them and they leave, you feel like you left with them. Now, what you've done wrong throughout these past couple years, couple months, couple decades is that you've forgot yourself. You kept giving, 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 and you never gave back to yourself because you felt like you didn't have time for yourself and everything was obviously about them. So what I want you to do here is is first just to learn to forgive yourself and and, and fight your, your mind and the emotions that are causing you to stop the idea of being able to forgive yourself. Forgiving yourself is a loving manner. And if you want to be able to let go and move on, you need to learn how to forgive. Number seven is do the things you love. You know, I find it very, very challenging. Um, or, or, you know, not even challenging. I find it really mind-blowing. Yeah, mind-blowing. I find it really mind-blowing when it comes to me asking my coaching clients um, and the people that I coach what makes you happy? When I ask people what makes them happy, there's like usually a long dramatic pause or there's not much clarity or they give me some generic answers. Um, and this is ultimately very, very bad. Uh, when it comes to creating happiness, your only source of happiness is when you're in a relationship. Like your only time that you can be happy is if you have somebody. The only time that you can feel love is if you're with somebody. The only time that you can feel, you know, fulfilled is if you have someone holding your hand or hugging you or, you know, you're going home to someone like this is the wrong way of living. This is a way of living in lack rather than abundance and fulfillment. Now, if 
you want to begin to move toward fulfillment, abundance, love, joy, excitement in your life, then you need to become that source yourself. It's it's really that simple because when you give it to yourself, you can take it wherever you go and you can give it whenever you decide that you want to give it. So what I'm asking you to do is learn about yourself and do the things that you love and figure out what makes you happy and then start focusing on those more than you focus on the past. When you realize that you can create happiness today by by purposefully seeking out the things that make you happy and then doing those things, God forbid your life can begin to change and feel much better. Like one of the great things that I learned when I went through my heartbreak naturally that took place was I always found myself in the woods or by, by the water. I love water. I love showers. I love swimming. I love being in the river. I love playing in the creek. I love playing, you know, just like anything to do with water. It doesn't matter. I absolutely love it. Like sometimes I just take a shower because I'm just like, not because I'm dirty, but because I just like the feel of water on my skin. It's, there's a cleansing thing. So here, here's what I recommend you do is just follow your heart, listen to your heart, tune into your heart and allow it to figure out what it is that, that will bring you happiness. And a lot of the times your happiness is, um, is congruent to your creative ability to express yourself. Your happiness is tied in with creative expression. And when you get to express yourself creatively, whether through a podcast or writing, you know, your journaling or poems or music or, you know, making art or, you know, maybe creating a community or um, loving a dog or it doesn't matter. But when you when you creatively express yourself in some way, shape or form, your happiness will, will dramatically increase. And that's important to do. So do the things you love. Number eight out of the 10 things is meet new people. You know, ideally, you've got to get out there and meet new people. Here, here's the idea behind this. The idea behind this is that you still believe the reason why you're feeling so stuck in your heartbreak is because you still believe that there's only one person out there for you and that one person was them. This way of thinking, I mean, you're either super lucky and you feel lucky or you're not thinking the correct way. Now, hear me out. You're saying to me, most people when I sit down with Coach coach them. They always tell me that I somehow don't understand that this is the one and only person, like the only person in the world for them. And it's, it's their best friend, their love their And I, and I understand that I came from the same place, but you've got to listen to yourself. You're saying that this one person, you, you were so lucky. You found one out of 7 billion people on this earth, one out of 7 billion. You found your one hell, I have a better chance of winning the lottery and playing the lottery and hitting the mega ball, power ball, or whatever it may be that I don't gamble. But regardless, um, if I were to play the lottery, I have a better chance of winning the lottery than I do at winning the chance of that person being my one and only person that I found that one person out of 7 billion people. Like, how do you know that they're your one, your one and only? See, the idea that they're your one and only, I think we serve a, a, a beautiful and abundant God, a God that is willing to give us more than we can ever expect. Therefore, I believe that there's more than one person um, for you in a lifetime. Now, if you do settle down and find your one, like I have with my beautiful fiance Nicole, um, who we're about to get, we're about to get married in June 11th of this year, 2022, and you know, I do believe she's my person. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't other people, good people out there for for me and, and or for her or for anybody. I don't think that it's one or done. Like, But I'm fortunate that I've learned how to make a, a relationship work to make it so that we are meant to be together. It's, it's a beautiful thing because it's always a choice if you want to make a relationship work or not work. Do you know that? Do you understand that the, the, you can every, – every day you have a choice to either make that relationship better or worse. I can give her attention and make her feel fulfilled and, 
and, and loved, or I can completely ignore her and continue to break the relationship. There's things that you can do or um, that things that you can do or not do that can either strengthen the relationship and connection or not strengthen the relationship and connection. So ideally understand that the reason why you feel like they are your person is because you created them to be your person, that you did the work that needed to be done in order for you to feel like they are your person. So don't forget that there is a better chance of you winning the lottery than it is for that person to be the one and only person. There's so many fish in the sea. I hate that saying, but hear me out. The reason why I'm telling you to invest this abundance mindset that there's more than one person, that actually there's a better person because you're becoming a better person after the troubles that you went through and you attract what you are, not what you want. So when you become a better version because you've experienced some great pain in your life, when you become a better version of yourself, you'll attract a better version of, of a partner that will be able to respect you, to respect your boundaries, to love you, to listen to you, to give you, to serve you, to to lead you in, in the right way. So it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful process, but you've got to be able to be open to meeting new people. Number nine, know that there's nothing wrong with you nor him or her. Okay. Knowing this will help you understand that you, you, after you go through a breakup, you feel completely like you, you, you can't open your heart again. You can't move on. You can't love. You can't do all of these things. You're, you're fearful of, uh, you know, abandonment. You're fearful of, you know, just getting in a relationship and everything else. But hear me out. There is nothing wrong with him and her. Now, this is pretty generic overall. I don't know your specific situation. Of course, if the relationship was abusive and different things like that, then, yeah, there could be something wrong with him or her. But nonetheless, overall, there's nothing wrong with him or her. And this just allows you to understand that it just wasn't the right match, period. That's all I'm trying to get at. Like, it just wasn't the right match. You've got to understand that if it was the perfect partner, the perfect match, you would not be where you are today, heartbroken, period, end of story. And I'm not trying to be ruthless, but I am your heartbreak coach. I'm not your friend, but I am your coach. And a coach is also your friend, but ideally understand that I'm going to give it to you straight so that you can begin to walk back toward your happiness because your happiness is important. If you only have one life to live and you're wasting it suffering because you're choosing to suffer and sit in your own self-pity and victimize yourself by not taking responsibility of your own happiness because you believe that your ex is responsible for your happiness and you're not, then this is where I come in and help you change these paradigms and change these beliefs and change these thoughts and feelings so that you can begin to experience a better quality quality of life and create better relationships with yourself, others, God, and everything in between, especially after heartbreak. And number 10, lastly, recognize there is someone out there for you. Living your best life is how you attract a better person. Living your best life is how you attract and become a better person. Because like I said earlier, you attract what you are, not what you want. Be very aware of that. And if you want to begin to attract a healed person, you need to feel healed. If you want to attract a loyal person, you need to become loyal. If you want to attract an honest person, you need to start telling the truth. If you want to attract a happier person, you need to become genuinely happier. These are the 10 steps to help you move on from a relationship after it ends. Number one, clear your baggage. Number two, recognize he or she uh, is not the one for you. Number three, share with your close friends and family. Share your story with your close friends and family. Number four, reduce contact with them. Number five, seek closure with him or her. Number six, forgive them. Number seven, do the things you love. Number eight, meet new people. Number nine, know there is nothing wrong with him or her, nor yourself. And number 10, recognize that there is always someone out there for you. 
My name is Tyler Joe Stratton. I am the founder of the Happy Heart Academy, as well as the podcast host of the Happy Heart Academy uh, podcast. And I am excited to just be with you today. And thank you for spending your time with me. If you have any questions, be sure to check out the Happy Heart Academy over at community.happyheartacademy.com, where you can learn, get free resources, a guide, the walk back to happiness if you join for free. But if you join the paid monthly um, subscription community, this is where the deep teachings begin to take place. This is where hour-long events begin to take place, where I spend time with you, either live on Zoom, live on the Circle app, or live um, on Skype. Be sure to check it out. This is where I begin to help you work through and process specific questions and emotional pain points so that you can begin to heal your heart's hurt live from your heart and create happiness after your heartbreak. If that sounds like something that you would like to be a part of, then like I said, come over, join the Happy Heart Academy. That's community.happyheartacademy.com. And it's going to be the place in which you can begin to move on and feel a difference in yourself and attract a better quality of life and relationships. So I hope to see you over there. Once again, that's community.happyheartacademy.com. If you found this podcast helpful, encouraging, supportive, or uplifting, please make it your mission to tell other people about this podcast because I believe it is on each and every single one of us to spread more positivity, more hope, more encouragement during these times of chaos, negativity, heartbreak, and struggle. Because I believe you have the power to be the dealer of hope by lifting up other people through positive education so that their life can begin to change and change for the better. If there is one thing that I would ask any of you to do, it would be to be the light in the darkness and be the hope in the hopeless and be the love that you know this world needs more of. And remember, it is our duty and grand plan to be the warrior whose mission it is to love, lead, and serve all of those that we can by being the person they need us to be. And you can begin to be that person in their life by simply sharing this podcast with those who you know could use some more help, hope, love, and encouragement. And with the utmost gratitude in my heart, I thank you for spending your precious time with me today and listening to the podcast.